yank it right now. Super easy. <laughs> Do you think I could hit the ceiling? Maybe. <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Lowry Smith. You said it all weird. Don't worry. You did too. <laughs> we're cousins. Well, it was, was funny because I started saying, Welcome, Commander Smiths, and I noticed you were drinking the beer, and I was like, Oh, he's going to have to try to say this really quick. You're good at your stuff. You're good, you. Uh, okay, this is episode 116. Uh, so we did split this up into two because uh, the other. Godzilla talk got really long. You thought, so, you thought it was only going to last 15, 20. <laughs> I, knew we'd, I, somehow, I knew we could do it. Somehow we talk a lot. Uh, so you're going to get a bonus episode this week. Uh, so this is episode, like I said, or the kids said. Episode 16. Uh, so now you're finally going to get our Planeswalkers. Top, not top, our 10 underrated, underplayed Planeswalkers. Yeah, right. thanks for correcting that. <laughs> Our top not played planeswalker. <laughs> I get everything. <laughs> Underrated, not played. Who's playing these? Why are you playing Probably them? Probably bad, but you might want to take a look at them. Planeswalker. planeswalker. <laughs> uh, but really quick, uh, we won't have any new patrons this week because we don't know because we're double recording that. Uh, so, um, but the place you guys can go to Patreon. That's where you guys can donate and become a member. You can get on the Discord, chat with us there, play games, can play in person, not in person, webcam with Lowry, cockatrice with myself sometimes. Uh, And then also you have uh, the proxy of the week each month. Uh, And then you can go to YouTube. That's the free way to support the show. Just go on there, subscribe. That's all you got to do. You don't even have to do anything else. Don't even watch our videos, but just go on there. Uh, Twitter is where you see Lowry sharing with himself. It sounds really bad. What are you sharing? Beer. <laughs> With myself. <laughs> I like that I can see you now, though. This is a lot better. I really like that we have video because it just, yeah, I miss I the, the facial expressions just, and I don't know what you're stretching. look as white to you as it does <laughs> it, to me? It looks really white. My oh, man. <laughs> we're going to have to get, spring. I need to get out. We're going to have to get it's, video up here soon because this, this is fun. <laughs> so bright. So bright. Uh, okay. And then, uh, so that's where you see proxy of the week, uh, all that fun stuff. And then go to Gmail and that's where you guys can email us directly. Uh, if you have questions or anything like that, you mean like directly message oh, us. You're trying to use that joke again. That's terrible. No, you said it. <laughs> DM. Just... DM us. All right. Should we, Email. Should we get into, uh, oh, let's get over there, get the right thing, turn the volume down, oh, yeah. and boom. Oh. All right. <laughs> Damn it. We do have to have video. <laughs> we can start working on that. Uh, well, That's I could fine. totally be doing this. I could be uh, recording the screen. Let's see. I just got to make yeah, sure. Let's just, let's just get this right. No, I know. First couple times, and then we can move into... I mean, you don't even have light in your room. What are we going to record? Touche, touche. <laughs> I'm in the dark. It looks all grainy. Yours is all nice and crisp. All right. So, well, I mean, you can see the top of my basement ceiling. It looks pretty sweet. You should start putting like things up there. So, you like, I don't know, pictures. Danglies, little danglies. Did you ever? So, this is kind of off topic. Probably not. <laughs> in college did you do the whole thing because i did where you hung 
like Playboy posters on your, I didn't do Playboy, but I had uh, no. like Sports Illustrated no, on your ceiling because <laughs> no. I did. <laughs> I was that douche. <laughs> it was only hmm. freshman year I did that. And then uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's like, hmm, I can yank it right now. Super easy. <laughs> I could yeah, maybe. Do, I could, okay. I could, <laughs> do you think I could hit the ceiling? Maybe. <laughs> Are you talking to yourself saying maybe? <laughs> nobody, nobody uh, should say yes. I, I have the prostate that can shoot that <laughs> up to a ceiling. That's incredible. Is that what would help do that? I didn't even know if that's what would do it. I think that. it's a prostate thing. Is it? Yeah. So if you have a healthy prostate, you can shoot distance. Uh, I mean, not that kind of distance. Also, if you don't make it, it's just going to land back on you. Like, <laughs> why would oh, you do that? I have stories of that, but I will not oh, talk Jesus. about those. <laughs> <laughs> those are for magic nights. If you're at, uh, you've probably, you've heard that story before, but I will not tell it here. Cause Thank it's... <laughs> you. I appreciate that. All right. <clears throat> so I was probably drunk when you said it and, uh, I try and forget stuff. Yeah, I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. And you pick on people. <laughs> I don't forget that. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get into uh, the ten. Walkers. So there is no particular order. Oh, you know, I should have actually had my planeswalkers pulled up because I, did you pull them up? Because I don't remember mine off. Okay, so that that was the whole thing. We've had this list going for over a month. This was before Icoria spoilers and before my kid was born, and uh, this has been a while. So uh, when I wrote my list down my first one here should i just get into it yeah because i'm gonna pull uh, mine up as this, you this go was too. on both of our lists and i i took it because i had less than less choices than adam but oko thief of crowns yeah i think that's a very had good uh, 2320 people it was in that many decks now it's in 2803 decks so it's it's jumped about 500 decks in the last month um and that's that means it's probably starting to catch on a little bit. People are going like, yeah, it's, a, it's as cheap as it's going to be. Um, and so you might be starting to see this as a rebel uh, more in play groups right now. I, I and, definitely uh, want to pick it up. I don't, I don't have that. I was, I was actually really happy that it started getting banned everywhere because <laughs> I wanted the price to drop. So apparently is- it's a good card. I bought a full art one for, before it was starting to get banned. Uh, I think I spent like 45 on it, which was still a deal at that time. For sure. Um, I still haven't played it anywhere, uh, but apparently tell people tell me it's good. So yeah, I haven't I'm seen try it. Work it in the decks and about 2000, almost 3000 is just not a lot for what the havoc it caused in other formats. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and like, I like said, this just shuts down a commander. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to attack you with my 3-3 L. Well, I'm not going to do anything because it's going to be much worse if I kill it. So uh, that that does seem solid. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Nope, that's for sure. Uh, was on one of the top cards of my list too. So, um, okay. So my first one, so we'll just say number two. It's not in any particular order, but so it's a Healy Ray or Rai. Um, that is the one that's from Kaladesh. She is one blue and red, and she is only in 3,200 EDH rec decks. And her, her pluses and everything, her pluses, you know, 
She comes in with three loyalty. Her plus is scrying, do one damage to each opponent. Nah, that's not much. But right away what you can do is create a token that's a target of any uh, artifact or creature control, and then it becomes an artifact in addition to his other types. So you can do a lot with this card. It doesn't have to be an artifact deck. It can be a creature-heavy deck. You know, like, so this card is quite useful, and it's a three-drop Planeswalker. I mean, its ultimate isn't insane at all, but it's still good. Search your library for up to three artifacts. Now, that's where you're playing more of an artifact deck, but for three artifact cards of different names and put them in the battlefield and shuffle your library, I mean, that fits commander. In general, like, being three mana is good. And the thing is, is she doesn't protect herself, which is kind of a downfall with her, but that three drop... You're scrying at least it's you know think of that as a spell. If you tap three and scry one, that's not that great. But if you tap three and you're able to create a token of any of your creature on board, that's pretty decent, you know. And if you're able to continually do that, uh, I just think that this card should be used a lot more. I do like this card a lot. Um, yeah, and this this does go infinite with Feldar Guardian. Yeah. Um, and so this could be in a you know a Jeskai package where you could potentially go uh infinite uh, creatures but again this is just a good value like let's say you go turn three um sahili rye and you just scry one deal everybody a little damage nobody really cares if as you know you don't want to put it on a board that you can't protect it next turn you go solemn simulacrum go get a land copy solemn put a land into play. right yeah um sacrifice it to draw a draw, card yeah like that that ends up to being a really good play or just being able to copy your your um your ramp spells like wood elves or eternal witness to get a second thing back there there's a lot of utility that this just helps out mm-hmm. or it, you copy one of your bigger creatures like uh, your yeah, cra- your absolutely. crater hoof is already in play you know you didn't win the game for some reason that first time well now you make a token copy of it and now you win the game yeah for sure but and that's um because what else there i mean there's just so much i feel like that copy ability is the big thing mm-hmm. here yeah no that's what i was more triggered on because you kind of misread it because you think it's copy target artifact but then it also says or creature you control so mm-hmm. you have the versatility of choosing pretty much anything on the any anything on your side you know except for you know enchantments and all that stuff but that hits a lot of stuff there creatures and your artifacts i mean that's a majority of what you're playing with so i I just and it what is the price right now what is she sitting at yeah she's not expensive yeah so um okay what's your uh next one now uh so the next one is fraley's lanawar's fury and i had Um, that one on mine too and this, yeah, I think this was another one I took from you. Um, so, but this was the mono green commander that was a planeswalker. And for me, this card is such good utility. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it has, comes down with three loyalty. You add two and you create a land of war elf. That's or you can awesome minus by two, itself. So you have which protection. Is, which is, and it yeah, gives you, have you protection, lane. blocking, and ramp if it survives. Uh huh. Uh, and then you can minus two it to destroy an artifact or enchantment, which is Perfect. pretty solid removal yep. and repeatable removal. And then you can minus six it and draw a card for each green creature you control. I would just be happy going back and forth 
plus two, minus right. two, plus two, minus two, and just controlling the board and being able to ramp. Um, but this is, I, for me, it's a really good, um, just control spell right at that mid range spot where if somebody's starting to kind of ramp up and get out of hand and you're just like, okay, I'm going to play this and get rid of your Lotus bloom. And mm-hmm. then, uh, next turn, create that land war elf. And then you're able to ramp that next turn, like just being able to kind of go back and forth off of it and always being able to, um, get the biggest thing for me is the artifact and enchantment removal, right. being able to repeat that. And that's the thing we've talked about, you know, that was a couple months ago about how planeswalkers, I feel like we should start using them more. I always miss that because I'll take, you know, acidic slime instead of this, or, you know, I'll do something else that destroys an artifact or whatever, uh, or enchantment. But this is a perfect thing to be in there that takes that spot because then you can do that. That could be what its use is. You know, it's going to get killed after you play it, but you're getting rid of something off the board. Uh, or it survives and you keep making, or, you know, it's a different situation. Now you're you're make, making a Land of War Elf, or it's late game and you're able to draw that many cards. You know, this, this card has so many good uses to it. I just feel like we should be playing this a little, a lot more uh, in green decks. And and I agree that that is something, and we should probably point this out too. I feel like these are cards that I also don't use a lot of. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Is um, I always skip this one. I don't know why, but I always miss putting this into green decks. Yeah, and it it feels. I think we had this on our our CCC green list as well. Yeah. Um. I think probably my biggest problem is I don't have proxies of it. <laughs> um, wink. <laughs> I haven't made one of that yet. <laughs> hint, um, hint. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. All right, Larry. I got you. So, but this this was in. Oh shit! Did I say how many decks? Uh, I had it as forty one hundred when I wrote it down. It is four thousand two hundred eighty one decks right now on EDH rack. So it's gone up a couple hundred. Um, just like a hundred. That's that's about where I was at too. So, um. Yeah, I think it's a solid card, and I would like to uh, probably play with it a bit more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, my next one, so it would be number four, is one that we've talked about recently um, quite a bit, but it's Watley Radiant Champion. Um, oh, is that the green and white one? Yeah, and this one's in only 2,800 uh, EDH rec decks. This is the two and one green, one, green, one white. Um, she comes in with three. Her plus one is putting a loyalty counter on her for how many creatures you control, which that doesn't really help you much, but that's what really starts the trigger going with her because then you hit that, you wait really until you have enough to get it so that you get over eight is pretty much what how you play this girl. Um, mm-hmm. She comes in and you go, all right, well, I have seven creatures out. I'm going to plus it. And my next turn, every time I, you get the emblem, whenever you uh, a creature enters the battlefield, so it's not even... Uh, you have to cast it or anything. It's whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you draw a card. And it's a you may trigger as well. So, and we talked about this one. It's been in a couple of my recent decks. It's in uh, Tulsimir, but I first saw it with Lowry playing it when we went over to uh, a listener's house. And you freaking wrecked shop with this card. You know, it's not threatening where people are like, oh, got to kill it right away. And a lot of times it's already too late by the time you know, you drop this down because if they're dropping it down 
and you have that many creatures to get her over the ultimate ability, well, then you have enough blockers to make it so that you can just block anything that comes your way. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, the card is a, a big, big draw thing. You, you do have to have the right setup. And I have tried this one probably more than most others on our lists. Yeah. It's, um, I put it in two of my recent decks that I've built, I think. You do you do need to be creature heavy for right. sure, but green white that's not hard there either. Um, so like Trombley, I think he could have this in his Tristani deck mm-hmm. for sure. He makes enough creatures there, and he just start drawing like crazy. Um, I think I tried to put this one in my Marissi deck and my Rihanna Rihanna deck, mm-hmm. and I think I ended up cutting it both because those decks come out with a bunch of creatures, but they're all at that same converted mana cost. So I think where this one, where it does do better is when your creatures are coming in at like two, three, four, instead of like three, four, five. Right. Yeah. Smaller creatures. So you have enough out there. Yeah, for sure. Well, because you you think of it that way, you're drawing that many more cards. If you're having to only cast, Oh, I can cast two creatures and I draw two cards or, I can you drop draw four three. or five <laughs> creatures that cost one, yeah. two, three mana. You're drawing a lot more going through your deck. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. And am I right that you were about to get a second emblem of whenever you draw a creature or whenever you... I feel like I've seen where somebody got it twice, got the emblem two times. I didn't get it twice, but I did re-up it and then... Then I think I got know, killed or what happened? I think there? it got killed. Yeah. I don't remember quite what happened i think there. we realized at that point oh shit this thing needs to die because <laughs> i think when yeah, you ultimated you didn't you know lose the counter you lost your counters but it wasn't it didn't kill her so yeah no yeah it's it's a pretty sick card all right larry what is our halfway point what is our number five card i'm gonna go with garrick relentless uh this is in only just over a thousand decks and this does a lot here, but um, so it's from Innistrad and it has four abilities and it's a flip walker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember. I'm like, which one is that again? So you can zero it and it deals three damage to target creature. That creature deals damage equal to its power to him, which would lower its uh, loyalty ability. And then uh, when Garuk Relentless has two or fewer loyalty counters on him, transform him. So that's how you would just transform him, right? Uh, but you also have a zero cost of putting a 2-2 green wolf creature token into the battlefield. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, I was wrong, this is a five ability one, but, but you can plus it to put a 1-1 black wolf with death touch into play. Minus one, sacrifice a creature you control, search your library for a creature card, and put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. Or you can minus three it, creatures you control gain trample and get plus X plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of creature cards in your graveyard. Now, so it's kind of doing a lot here. Yeah. This card would have been used a lot more if it wasn't the, the flip wasn't black because then Tulsimir decks would have just eaten this For card sure. alive. Um, I really wanted this in my Tulsimir deck, but that flip ability when he flips over, he turns black. So you can't use that at yeah, all. It's a, it's a green black card yeah. in essence. Uh, um, but yeah, this has a lot in it. I mean, you have, Making a creature when it's on its original casting, uh, you're able to do damage, kill things with that. Um, and then the flipping, there's just so much that goes into that too. 
Yeah, this card. It, I, how many decks so is it, this in? What's that? How many decks did you say this is in? Just over a thousand. Jeez, yeah. So it's a thousand eight. Um, but like really what it is, it comes into play. If you don't have enough creatures, you can make a 2-2 wolf. If you do have enough creatures, you you peck off one of the smaller creatures, it flips over. And then you start making death touch wolves. And then if people want to kill it, you're able to kill their creatures with the death touch wolf. And then if you get beyond that, you go and search for a creature that you can play for a lot of value or power and go back and forth. Right. So like an example of what I've done in the past, um, it's been a long time since I played this card, but I, you know, make a one, one wolf sacrifice it the next turn. And I want like got a Calestria blood chief, which is uh black, black and X. And then you can minus X a creature and it gets plus X plus O oh, yeah, yeah. for as much as X was. It's a good way and to I was kill. getting rid of Avison. Yeah. Uh, the, the one that gives everything indestructible. indestructible so I was yeah. going, kill your Avison. Then they brought it back. I was like, kill your Avison. And then they are trying to re, you know, get rid of it. And then I was able to bring back Calastria and I was just like, kill Avison. I killed it like five times. Because <laughs> you just bring it to... back. <laughs> well, it was, it was their commander. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So they kept on just going, it was, it was a late game. Obviously this was a very long game going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, because I think, yeah. So it was just, uh, being able to go and find something consistently. Cause then I was able to, yeah, they killed mine. Then I went and searched up eternal witness to go and bring it back into my hand, recast it. Um, and it was a, it was a fun game, very memorable, but I, I think it's a really card criminally underplayed at a thousand. Oh, for sure. Uh, cards on I deck, think it's I think. A difficult part is uh, if you, you can't let them get killed. Like when you're trying, you, so the idea is you're playing the two, two wolf, your next turn, you're having that wolf. Oh no! You, you the thing that it's, it's dealing. Yeah, no, uh, the hard part is the flip. I think because if it gets hit by three damage or more, it dies, and you don't get the flip sure. part. So you got to find something that because it says three damage to target creature. So that's one idea to do to get them to flip is you're making your your wolf. You're killing your wolf to make him flip. If there's nothing else on the board that well, you know, if everything else can kill him. I don't so, know. I would probably just keep on making, keep making wolves. Two, two wolves. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. that's deadly in itself there. And then somebody eventually has to try to kill it or yeah. get rid of your wolves. So I think that's maybe the hard part is like the flip part is a little more tricky because it can kill him. <laughs> but if, you know, it does have the damage. And like you said, if you're able to just keep making wolves and whatever, or, you know, yeah. It, once it flips, being able to search for anything is pretty good. Search for any creature card. Yeah, it's a pretty good engine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, my number six is one that came out this last year, but uh, Sarah Benevolent. So this was in your, what was it? Your top 10 cards of the year. Wasn't that what yeah. it was? It was one of three in your one spot. <laughs> Still bitter, huh? <laughs> I don't forget, Larry. So this is uh, the Sarah Angel Planeswalker, pretty much, but it's the two, two white. Um, she comes in with four loyalty, plus two creatures you control with flying, get one plus one. Right away, it can minus three, and you make a Sarah Angel. Four, four angel that comes in with flying and vigilance. It's 
your Sarah Angel there. And then the minus six is if you control a creature, or you get an emblem if you control a creature, damage that would reduce your life total to less than one reduces it to one instead. This seems like a really sweet card, and it's only it's only in 1,500 uh, EDH rec decks at the moment. Uh, I know this set just came out last. We're coming up on the a year anniversary of Modern Horizons, but I feel like white decks should use this a little bit more because you're getting four drop. Sarah Angels were a five drop, and we used the shit out of those. This is a four drop. You get a Sarah Angel, uh, and this doesn't die off of it. Then you start plussing it. Um, it has a, an attacker that has flying and vigilance, so you have a, something that you can swing back with and still have it as a blocker. Build mm-hmm. it back up, hit that emblem, and then you're golden. And, you know, and it's plus two, and it's not going up slowly. It'll hit your ultimate by that point uh in a couple turns because um, the plus two gives flyers all plus one plus one yes yeah, creatures you control I think, I think that's the big thing is like you feel like that it has to be in a heavy flying deck or all flying deck but it doesn't um, you could just have it as it's just plus in your sarah your angel that it makes i mean sure that's that's not doing a whole ton i for me i've always cut it for the reason of I don't have a heavy flying deck other than um, like this goes in a Kai card deck if you want, because that creates one, one flying spirits. Yeah. And so, and it also would trigger Kai car by putting a one, one spirit into play. Um, so like there, there are decks that this can go in for sure. Um, is it, is it good enough value for not a flying deck i'm not sure on that one but i do think it's underplayed i think this would go in a lot of style of decks of the heavy flying mm-hmm. I, I think that's where it goes for sure i totally agree but i also think that you could just it could be by itself you know because you're creating that four four angel what you're trying to hit is that ultimate because then you just the only way that people are going to kill you is kill all your creatures and then kill you which happens like um, worship is a enchantment, which is that um, ability. And so generally I would put that in a hex proof and or indestructible deck that, that worship the, the enchantment card. Yeah. Um, So that's in my Castria deck because there's a lot of art or a lot of hex proof and a lot of uh, indestructible in that. So I'll almost always have a creature laying around there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have any flying, so this doesn't really, it doesn't feel like it goes in there. Yeah, I get you. you Cause the plus two is really only if, if you're not making that four, four angel, it's not doing anything if you don't have any flyers. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it is, I guess if you're able to get it out and there's no threats on the board, your first turn, you plus two it, your next turn, you ultimate it, you know? So it's a, that is true. That, that is good enough yeah so to a degree uh all right what is number seven seven um so this is a card that i think is this is the one i play the most out of my list uh nahiri the harbinger uh this is being reprinted in this year's commander set as well so i i would bet that this these numbers are going to go drastically up anyway because of that uh, so, but this is red, white, two colorless, uh, plus to it. You may discard a card if you want, and then you draw a card. You can minus to it to exile target enchantment, tapped artifact, or tar- tapped creature. And then minus eight, you can t- 
doesn't matter. <laughs> but you gotta say it. You search your I library mean, you, for you an, artifact, an artifact creature. Find an artifact or enchantment, put it or creature or artifact, put it into play. It gains haste. Return it to your hand at end of turn. Yeah. So like that part, I'm not super keen on. Like it doesn't matter. But just that utility in red white mm-hmm. is really important. So if you're building a red white deck, I feel like this just goes in there. This slots in there. It's a you're discounting a card, drawing a card. You need that in these decks. And then being able to exile creature artifact enchantment, that's another big thing that Bor- uh, Boros can do. They at least do that. Mm-hmm. But just being able to do it more along with that draw is because uh, Boros has awful draw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not very good. And this is one of those better cards with utility within it. So I, I think, and this is only played in like 2,900 decks and there's a lot more Boros decks out yeah, there this, than that. Yeah. And this sucker has been out for a while. So that's kind of, yeah, I think maybe one of the problems was when it rotated, it was a $10 card. And so people were like, eh, Boros sucks. I'm not going to put money into it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this reprint, it's going to be like two bucks. It looks like, so I think people are going to be more willing and especially with them just getting it. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can see people that this will probably go up quite a bit here soon. I know it's ultimate isn't like crazy, but it's still good. I mean, you're still searching your library for an artifact or a creature card. It comes into play. It, you don't really have to do anything with it that turn. I mean, most likely you're doing something with it. But even if you don't, it goes back into your hand and then you can cast it. So you're at least it's a it's a tutor, you know. That it's kind of a tutor. Yeah, a sure. tutor that hits the battlefield for your turn and comes back to your hand and then you can cast it. You know? So I don't know. It seems but normally when we talk about ultimates, you win the game with that. Tutors, you don't necessarily win the game. It helps you find an answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could if you went and got like Blightsteel Colossus right. with that. <laughs> That ends the game, or again, Crater Hoof Behemoth, and then being able to redo Hoof the next turn if yeah. the game's not over. Yeah. Um, I think some the biggest good problem stuff. there, though, is like it takes three turns to get there to the ultimate. Yeah. So it comes out with four, you plus two, plus two, then ultimate. People see it coming and then they get scared because they don't, they know or don't know what's going to happen. Um, But it just seems much more unrealistic because you're not, you know, again, it doesn't. If you're not removing, it doesn't protect itself. Um, so, but I do, I do like it just for that simple card draw part of right. discarding a card, drawing a card, and just being able to get there eventually. Again, drawing and then also having removal on two of the abilities that you can use the first turn is always good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, my what is it? Number eight. Uh, this one is Vivian Reed. Um, this is the two green, three colorless Vivian Planeswalker comes in with five loyalty. Uh, plus one is look at the top four cards of your library, reveal a creature or a land card from among them, put it in your hand, put the rest in the bottom of your library in random order. Again, this is what we were talking about in the last card. It's minus three, destroy target artifact enchantment or creature with flying uh, minus eight, you get an emblem creatures you control, get two plus two, have vigilance, trample, and indestructible. That one is really good, but again, like you were saying with Nahiri, the first two are really what you're looking at. So you're mm-hmm. you're getting card draw, you're going through, you're finding, okay, I'm screwed with mana right now. I need mana. Okay, I can grab this land. Or you're grabbing a creature from those top four. The fact you're looking at four cards and you have a choice 
I think it would be a lot worse if it only had the reveal a creature or reveal a land. Yeah. Um, but the fact For that sure. it's giving you that option is great. And then your minus three is destroying your control. It's one of kind of what we were talking about with um, uh, Fraley's. You have a built-in the first turn you can destroy uh, utility things, artifact, enchantment, and potentially a creature. You know if it's flying. So I just think that this it's only in this is in three thousand. So this is a little bit higher on our list with those, but still three thousand for a core set from two years ago, coming up on three years. Um, and this might have been the whole thing. Like when it rotated, it was like a expensive card. I think it's cheaper now. Do you know? Do you see what it is right now? Uh, five bucks, I think. Yeah, five is much more reasonable. My uh, actually three bucks. I, I is do have. I, I think I have three of them. I think it's, it's a card I just cut just barely. Like it makes it, and then I go ah, this always kind of gets stuck in my hand. Or do you think it's, it's the five like, drop? Of, like because it's a five drop, or what? What is it that? What ends? I, up- I think. I think that is what it is. Like being a five drop, it just doesn't quite do enough. Mm-hmm. Even though, and that might end up being what Freylise's problem is too, being a five drop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a half mana too much, if that makes sense. Like I think it'd be way too good if it was four it was, mana. Yeah, if it was two and two. Yeah. What if it was three but, green and uh, one colorless? Uh, yeah, I would like that. The new Vivian is that. I don't know. I don't remember what that one does off the top of my head, but, um, that one. Yeah. I mean, I do like it. Totally agree. Like I I want to play that one more. It just, it feels like it's kind of clumps and it's maybe that one card. That's too many at that. I think you're right that it's the. It has the same thing as Fraley's, you know, it fits in that same category right there. Yeah. I feel like I should be playing these more though, because I five drop removal, potentially card draw. It, I, it seems like a card that should be played a little bit more. Yeah. And maybe, maybe the problem is like you mentioned, like it's competing against something like acidic slime. Yeah. The reason why acidic slime is so good the is like land part. being able to blank or reanimate can get a land card, like you're saying, um, and the death touch too, too. So it like comes down, destroy something. If they want to attack you, kill it again. Like it's it's almost always a two for one, um, and so that that is a little bit of a tight spot. I almost never use acidic slime I unless I'm bouncing or reanimating either. Right. So yeah. that's pretty much the only time I use that. Uh, okay. Uh, number nine for me, uh, I should have probably looked this up. So Elspeth Tyrell, um, the big thing here, which I, I was very surprised is this is a, a token planeswalker and let me pull it up so I can read what it does. Preparation H. <clears throat> what? <laughs> that was a. Hemorrhoids joke. Gotcha. Right there for anybody. Yeah. Preparation H. More eating. Okay. Three colorless, two white, four loyalty. Uh, you can plus two it to gain one life for each creature you control, which ain't nothing big. You can minus two it to put three plus or one, one white soldier creature tokens into the battlefield, which ends up being a little bit of an army right there. Mm-hmm. And then you can minus five it, destroy all other permanents except for lands and tokens. So if you're in a token deck, this is comes down, 
you plus two it to gain a bunch of life because you have a token deck. And then you that next turn, you minus five it to destroy everybody's non-token permanents. Which is nice. It hits not just creatures, but permanents. It's yep, yeah, and it's the next turn. Non-token, non-land permanents, but it's the next turn. So people gotta look at you and go, We gotta get we gotta deal with it. Okay, or kill it's him. another token player. So, but this is only in double check. 1,800 decks. <laughs> That's funny because my last what? one is the exact same amount of decks as well. <laughs> this one is in 1,802 decks. I just rounded. I'm sorry. Oh, so, no. I got to really check mine too. Let's see exactly. <laughs> no, I, I think it's... Uh, I liked this card a lot too when I was looking at it. I didn't think I put yeah. it on my list. So, But I, I yeah, think this but, should just go in a lot of token decks because it does control the board pretty quick and makes your tokens the biggest threat when you do it. And even, even if you don't have the best, you just minus it and create three tokens. And then your next turn, you're gaining three life. Cause yeah. Yeah. At, at the very least. Yeah. No, I dig it. And token decks are a big thing. People make them a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the last one number 10 i have uh a johnny strength of the pride so we talked about this one recently too because i didn't know this card existed until trombley played it uh but this this is in 1800 decks this was in m20 so it was just recent uh, this last core set um it comes in with five loyalty it's two and two white that's uh, casting costs plus one gain life equal to the number of creatures you control plus the number of planeswalkers you control. So kind of what you were saying with Elspeth there uh, just adds a little bit more with the um, planeswalkers as well. Minus two is create a two, two cat soldier creature token uh, that whenever you gain life, you get a one, one counter on it. So it's the, the pride mate um, a Johnny, a Johnny's pride mate creature. Uh, but then right away, the zero is if you have at least 15 or more life, then your starting life total exile it and each artifact and creature, your opponents control, which is ridiculous. This is just, just silly. This card. We talked about this with the cards to cut for, uh, Kyle with his Karlov deck. Right. And this, like I saw this card come out, it was a $5 card and I went, I'm buying one. This goes in every life gain deck. Right. You should. Every single life gain deck has this, unless you're not playing white, which you're, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. My life gain deck is red blank. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I saw that now it's, you know, a 10, $15 card. So that's probably the reason why it's not, you know, it's brand new. It's kind of expensive. Um, so I can see it being, a, you know, commander is a little bit slow on getting to cards, but unless it's just like dead obvious, like the free counter spell that's coming out. Um, oh, yeah. So this I, is, I think that card is fantastic. That, that one's going to be played a lot more for yeah. sure. Well, when I, I know I talked about it a few weeks ago when I saw Trombley play it and I'm just like, wait, what just happened? What? You did this for zero? Like he just. He just ended the game. That's what he did. Yeah, that was freaking <laughs> insane. So this, like I said, 1,800 decks, but I mean, this did just come out. It's not even a year old. So that's a good chunk of uh, decks that it's in, but it's still, mm-hmm. I like you said, life gain decks are going to take this and this is going to, this is going to go up. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I still need to get a copy. I don't think I have one. I'm pretty sure I don't. I don't think you do either. Son of a bitch. Because we didn't buy a box. Nope. We gave away that one. Yep. All right. Well, that's our top 10 or our 10 underused cards. And we did that in 40 minutes as well. (laughs) We're not too bad. That would have been an hour 20. Nobody wanted to listen to that. (laughs) No one's short. Short, short episodes. Sweet. Well, so. that was uh, that worked out pretty good. We'll see how the editing goes here, but I like these shorter ones. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, hopefully, everybody out there likes them as well. A little bit, you know, it's spread out a little bit more, but uh, hopefully, the same amount of content that you're getting within a week. Yeah. Yeah. Leave a comment if you guys on YouTube or shoot us a. Uh, Probably YouTube's the best to say it, or if you guys can shoot us an email too, what you think about if you like the new style of Commander Smiths, especially with my boys saying, man, I really wish you could have heard that, Larry. I'm kind of disappointed, but this is my favorite. Zeke did this one today. Uh, cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> could you even hear it all, at all there? A little bit. It's it's choppy for me. Damn it. But. Damn it. I think it's because we have video. I think that's what it is. I couldn't tell you. Unless I don't have... No, I have you queued up, so you should be able to hear it. Hmm. I don't know. There'll be something more to work on next week. Hmm. All right. Well, that should do it for this week. Uh, You guys can check us next week um, when Larry has another baby. (laughs) No. No. The funny thing, and I know I put it on... We're done. I don't know if I did it on Twitter or if I did it on... Where did I put that? I think it was on the discord. I was working with my brother last week and I was like, all right, Lowry just had a baby and his brother just had a baby. I was like, they conceived, they weren't even at this time when we started building this house, they hadn't even thought about having a baby yet. Or I think you probably had I mean, been, we were thinking about it, but yeah. it, you know, you guys hadn't even conceived the baby you guys had. And then you incubated this baby for nine months and had a baby before I built the damn house. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. It tells you how much work goes into a house. And a baby. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have to do much. <laughs> you, you get to listen and be like, oh, that sucks. That So I guess Kirsten's doing a lot, like, thankful to be have the baby out now, right? I mean, it was starting to get sure. a little brutal there. Yeah. She was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like the week before. That's what it was with Cindy too. At the second, you know, with Zeke, it was a lot harder, you know? And that was kind of why yeah. we were like, we're not only because of the colic part, but it, the second baby do, did a number on her, you know, quite a bit more. So I don't know. No, I, I think we're done. I think that's it. So you, everybody listening shouldn't have another issue with babies being born in the future. <laughs> don't you worry. And Adam's going to have a house. He's not going to go build another one. (laughs) Not going to talk about it for a year about building a house. That's, I mean, that's what I was doing. I was going, Hey, Kirsten, let's have sex. Let's have a baby. And by the time we're having this baby, Adam should be about done. We'll just get all of this out of the way. And then then a virus will hit in the meantime that will make it so we're quarantined. So it's perfect anyways. And we're staying inside with maternity leave. We don't, we weren't going anywhere anyway. It's going to be fine. Seriously though. Think about this. If, if COVID didn't hit, we probably would have been doing this a little bit differently because 
I probably, because I still would have been going to your house and then I've probably been like, okay, well, I guess I'll go, I'll go to Trombley's or I'll go to number twos or something, you know, do the podcast there. Cause we wouldn't have done this yet, you know? And I would, I don't know how comfortable we would have tried it, I guess, and been fine. But with COVID, it made us do this remotely. Yeah. And so now I feel better with it. And then you feel better with your schedule and stuff like that. So yeah. yep. cool story, bro. <laughs> oh man i'm gonna make it so you can hear that button because it makes me laugh every time we'll work on it next time <sighs> all right that'll do it for this week we will catch Thanks you for listening we will catch, oh, shit we will catch you guys <laughs> next week i'm done <laughs> i'm gonna say it sega <laughs> son of a bitch that was the worst ending. <laughs> see ya bye sega <laughs> Uh, it's not like we just did it back to back or anything. <laughs> no idea what's going on. <laughs>